What if you could create more kindness in the world just by being you? Everyone has the potential to create and receive more kindness. What if kindness is more than being nice and compassionate to others? Have you ever considered what having more kindness for you could create in your life? Get ready to learn how the energy of kindness is integral to reducing stress in your life and how it can assist in healing your body. Now, here is the host of Cultivating Kindness with Karen, facilitator of healing, Karen Leslie. Well, hello, everyone. And right off the bat, I would like to say, sorry I didn't show up last week. (laughs) If you tuned in to hear a show live, you got a recording of my show from the previous week because I've been super sick. So that's all behind. I'm here with you now. My apologies in advance if I cough or do a few little things, but thank you, thank you for being here with me today, for being here on the Inspired Choices Network for my show that I'm so proud of called Cultivating Kindness with Karen. So I have so much that I would like to share with you today. I've been listening to shows on Inspired Choices Network for years and years, and it's very often that I you know, hear a host say, there's so much I want to tell you today. Man, oh man, I feel like I'm eating crow because I feel like that today. And I, a couple of times I'd go, hmm, really? But it's so true. I started receiving information about what I wanted to share with you a couple of hours ago, and it's just like, okay, gang, slow down. <laughs> And we'll get this all organized in a little bit. So today I have a topic called Abundance, Prosperity, and Hidden Riches. I think most people will know what those words mean. Uh, What you may not realize, though, is that I use a lot of uh, oracle cards and uh, angel decks and things like that. So today's show actually came from uh, a deck of cards that I have. Oh, I've had it for many, many years. It's a Celtic one. It's called Celtic Messages. And the card is actually called the cauldron. And the cauldron can be like this big pot that sits over an open fire, over your hearth. And it never empties. It always has everything that that family needs. It has the food. It has the broth. It has the warmth. It has the community. And then under that, these words were listed as key words, abundance, prosperity, and riches. And normally I shy away from talking about prosperity and things like that. But this card spoke to me so strongly because of the fact that this cauldron, it never empties. Now, isn't that cool? So with that in mind, and you're thinking about these three words, right? Abundance. Now, for many people, you know, abundance means having plenty of of everything or anything. Most people, well, maybe I shouldn't say most, but there's a lot of you out there that when you think of abundance, you only really wish to have that word mean abundance of money, abundance of joy, abundance of beauty, abundance of all the, the nice things that are in our lives. Well, if we're looking and using the word abundance, it means abundance of everything, like in that cauldron, everything and anything that's in there. So there may be liver in that cauldron, and you may not like liver, 
but that liver is there to benefit you somehow. Just saying. Okay. Now, prosperity, same idea. People will think about it as wealth, money, just having a lot of things that would contribute to them. It can be the same idea as abundance. You can have prosperity in things that you may not feel are a contribution to you. And that is also okay. And then we get to the second or the third part, sorry, hidden riches. And this is really where I want to be looking at in more depth today. Hidden riches. Now, riches, that's a word that implies wealth. It implies prosperity. It also implies opulence and plenty and many other um, words come to mind, but I'm not going to go through the whole list. But the key here is hidden. So that liver may be hanging out in that cauldron. Maybe not a fan of liver, but, you know, if it sits in there and it breaks down, you may not actually really notice the liver. You may not notice the texture of it if that's what bothers you about it. But as it breaks down and becomes part of that whole pot, those nutrients and those aspects of that particular item start to flow throughout the whole pot. So when you consume what's in the pot, you're getting that benefit, even though it may be hidden from you. So I'd never thought of that before. So that's cool. (laughs) So there, I really want to look at hidden. I really want us to understand what is right here for us that we're not paying attention to. So keep in mind that this was the show I was going to be doing last week before we came into 2023. And the idea was that we were going to talk about what we've been through, what we're choosing to look at, and what we really don't want to look at as we come to the close of a year. Now that doesn't feel as relevant, and that's fine. What I would like us to do today is look at what do you have an abundance of? What do you have in the way of prosperity that you're not recognizing? What riches are hidden in you and in your life or in your business or in your family? that we're just not quite ready to look at. And why? Why are we ignoring this? Hmm. It's a really important question. We may not get to all of it today, but it is really important to understand. All right, so. One of the things that comes to mind that we have in ourselves in the way of hidden riches is ideas. How many of you have a mind that just chatters away constantly? How many of you get thoughts of things you could do that you ignore? Do you think of ways that you could be helpful or kind to another person? but you just don't get around to it. Your heart's in the right place. I totally get that. 
mine is, but doesn't always mean I have the opportunity to follow through. But that's one of my hidden riches. My ability to be kind to other people is very strong. Do I take it for granted sometimes? Yep, often. Do I ignore it and not think of it as something that's anything special? Absolutely. And we all tend to do that. If something comes naturally and easily to us, we really don't give it much value. And what a disservice that is to ourselves and to everybody around us. When I thought of doing a radio show, and I've known Christine McIver, the CEO of Inspired Choices Network, for a number of years now. Um, we talked a little bit about that in the very first show, in the first episode, if you'd like to go back and hear about that. But I was always thinking, I'm just so normal. I'm just like anybody else. And I had such an admiration for so many of the hosts that are on the network that I was like, how do I fit in? Because I didn't see or, or chose to not see. I didn't want to see, to be honest, what my hidden riches are. What do I have an abundance of that I could possibly share? I'm kind of regular, normal, everyday person from my perspective. Now, I also know that that's not true. But that was the story I told myself. I'm just like everybody else. If you know a little bit about me, then you may understand or know that uh, my history, uh, mental health history, is um, lousy, <laughs> for lack of other word. It's really not great. I had um, been diagnosed with clinical depression, um, an anxiety disorder, some crazy long list of words that a psychiatrist gave me once that meant that I just detested my body, like nothing about it was okay. And I had an eating disorder, which kind of fit with that uh, more clinical diagnosis. And also I was very suicidal. I had so many suicidal thoughts and it was um, pretty uncomfortable, but I'm here now. All of that has changed. Has it all healed? No, it hasn't. I'm in the process of healing some of it still, and that's okay. However, it's all healed enough for me to be here with you. I have done enough work on Karen and with Karen, and not just by myself, but by having amazing coaches and healers and other people in my life that I could then look at, okay, this is what I can do. This is what's not quite perfect yet. Doesn't ever need to be perfect. And that package makes me fully qualified to be here with you. As I started to look at my hidden riches. So take a moment. Ask yourself, do you have hidden riches? What popped up first? Yes or no? For sure, some of you are going to say yes, and that's fantastic. For those of you who said no, that's also fantastic. We can't choose to work with something or look at something 
if we aren't aware that there's something to look at. I became very aware of what was wrong with me. Um, you know, put it in quotes, whatever you want. People would use the term broken. I hate that word. Nobody's broken from my perspective. Do we all have things that maybe aren't working well for us? Absolutely, right across the board. But I don't believe anyone's broken. I did have things that I didn't enjoy about me. And I was actually in um, a networking group this morning. And it was interesting. I was trying to, um, in the breakout room, talk a little bit uh, about myself and what I do and how to phrase it. And I've always been hesitant to actually say who I would like to work with and what it is that I want to help people with. And this is what came out. Sort of. We'll see if I remember it. <laughs> um, I was so scared, shitless, and sorry if that bothers you, to be me. And I don't want anyone else to feel that way. So this is why I do what I do. I was so afraid to allow someone to see me, truly me. And I don't want anyone else to feel that way. I was so conflict avoidant, such a people pleaser, such a peacemaker so that I could stay hidden. And I talked a little bit about that in um, the show a couple of weeks ago. And I don't want anyone else feeling like that. When I realized how many people feel like this, that actually made me pull backwards. When I realized how many people are suicidal, it made me pull back. Because I thought, okay, I'm not special. There's nothing I can offer these people. There's so much out there that they can get from other people. And while I was ill, I spent some time thinking about this and looking at, okay, so why am I ill? Not what the virus was or any, anything like that, like just what's going on here. And I began to really learn a lot more about Karen. So we're going to go for our first break. Thank you for being here with me. And for what's turning into be a very real, personal and honest conversation about prosperity, abundance and hidden riches. And join me after this break as we investigate a little further about why we avoid our riches and what we can do with them and how we can benefit ourselves first off, and then those in our life around us. So we'll be right back. Don't go away. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen, Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com.
Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to karen at karenlesley.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody. I'm so happy that you're here with me. And if you're you know, watching live and you'd like to join in the conversation, I would love to have you be part of this conversation. So just come in to Inspired Choices Network, click on the uh, chat room icon, and you can come in and you can com- have a conversation with me. I'm always open to having very personal conversations about myself or with somebody or many people, if you want, while I'm in my shows. So please join us in the chat room. It makes it a lot more fun for me. I have to be perfectly honest. And uh, let's see what we can create together. I don't wish to have my show be just for me. And I don't wish to have it be just about me. Now, that being said, for sure, it's going to be about me for a couple of weeks and in and out of it for, you know, as I explain different aspects of me and how to help people. And at the beginning, I feel it's uh, the right thing for you to understand where I'm coming from. If you understand where somebody's walked and what they've been doing, then that can help build that relationship. That can help build, well, empathy and compassion. And it most definitely has the energy of kindness. So feel free to come on anytime and uh, and join in. It would be great to have you here. No question. So where am I? So our topic today is abundance, prosperity, and hidden riches with me, Karen Leslie. So I was asking about what hidden riches you may have that you are not willing or comfortable looking at. So give that some thought. Ask yourself, okay, so what are the aspects of me that I'm not ready to look at? What is in you that is so brilliant that maybe it's too brilliant to look at? Or what is in you that you see as being so dark, not a shred of sparkle or brilliance that you feel you have to keep hidden. From either place, what you're doing is you're cutting off major parts of who you are. You're not letting yourself see you in totality. 
And so many of us do this. Like it's, it's crazy. Like I would admire different individuals. I would look at people and think, wow, that's so cool that they can do ABC. Well, the truth behind that, the, the reason I was able to admire that quality in another person is because I know that quality. It's because that quality was in me, is in me in this very moment and has always been part of me. If we weren't familiar with that aspect of another person, that quality that we admire, it, okay, sorry, too many things are just coming in. Okay, let's back up. If you admire something in somebody else, it's because it's part of you. If somebody goes by and, you know, there's no real hit, you know, nice person or whatever, then that's because there's not something in them that energetically your body is familiar with and responding to. So for me, I would admire somebody's courage to speak in front of people. And then I realized, wow, I can, I can do that. I am really comfortable and actually enjoy. I have fun speaking in front of large groups, whether, you know, years ago I used to do it in church or whatever it might be, but I love, I love an audience. So it's a good fit for me to, me to be on the Inspired Choices Network, right? Did I know that right away? No, I just thought, oh, wow, that person's really great at that. And then you hear, ooh, public speaking is like right up there in those top fears that everybody has. Okay, key words, everybody has. I was somebody who gave away authority very easily and quickly. I was somebody who would agree that that person's right. I wouldn't question them. So everybody is afraid of public speaking. Well, that's not right. That's not correct. I only found that out, though, by trying it. And then I realized how much I really liked it. So what are we buying into? What programming, and you may not like that word, that's cool. But what programming do you have in your way of thinking that's keeping hidden the riches that are within you. Mine was speaking to people, one of them. I'm great at helping people. I learned that most clearly, although I'd always known it, but I learned it most clearly after my first son was born and I became a leader with La Leche League, helping brand new moms with the trials and difficulties of nursing their newborns or their toddlers or whatever the case may be. That's when I realized how good I was with helping people. Did I understand why? Not so much, I do so now. But I gave it a try. And it worked out really well. It also gave me an opportunity to speak because I could lead meetings. <laughs> so win-win. So what is it in you that you don't wish the world to see? 
let's just keep it simple. Those ideas that I mentioned in the first segment, all of those ideas you have that maybe you don't know what to do with. That's one of your areas where you have this cauldron that's full of all different kinds of nourishment, all different ways to benefit you, your mind, your spirit, your body, and all of those around you. I really encourage you to think about this. It helps me, for whatever strange reason, to see that cauldron in an ancient fireplace and to know what that does for the family and the people that live in that home. When we want to have the courage to bring these things forward, it can take some practice. It can take having somebody very um, close by that you can trust. And somebody that you can actually be honest and fully yourself with them. I spent years, decades, sincerely decades with counselors and some psychiatrists and you know different professionals. Helped a little, helped a lot, no. One of the primary reasons that it didn't help me a lot was that I wasn't fully upfront and honest with them because I wouldn't allow the person that was supposed to be helping me to see me, not fully. I would go in and, and share what was the problem at the time. I knew the lingo that I could use and say back to a counselor so that they would only go so far or so deep with me. I'd learned how to keep me hidden and to just get surface help. I actually was manipulating the session. At the time, it felt brilliant. I felt very smart. <laughs> was it smart? You know what? It doesn't really matter. It's what was working for me at that time. If I was to choose to go to a counselor now, I would have a very different conversation. I would have a much more honest conversation and now I would not be as afraid for what their possible response would be. That is so important. Your hiding of who you are is being done for a very good reason from your mind's perspective. There's nothing wrong with it. It is what you are doing to keep yourself safe and well and in good health, possibly. I had a really good example of this the, uh, a while ago. Um, I had COVID and my husband got COVID a few days after me. Um, be perfectly honest from my my perspective and my opinion is because he was careless but that's okay but when he was having a little more trouble recovering he wasn't recovering as quick as he thought he would I asked him well why why do you have an expectation as to how quickly you will be healthy 
And he said, well, because I'm generally healthy. Like, and I, he works in the um, health industry. He said, and I've had five vaccines. Like I should have just flown through this. This is what his mind was telling him. His body gave him a very different story. And then a light bulb went off for me. He is, maybe I don't know, still maybe not now, but he was carrying a story, words that his mind had been giving him for decades. You're fine. You're healthy. You don't have any underlying conditions. You don't have any reasons, physical reasons for why your body wouldn't be recovering quickly. Like, why did he even get sick? He should have maybe had a head cold, he thought. This was a built-in defense mechanism that he had, where he was not willing to recognize the actual health of his body until we had a conversation. You see, his mind was doing its job brilliantly, just like your mind is doing its job brilliantly to keep you safe, to keep you where you need to be by giving you whatever thought you have thought the most in the past that relates to the topic you're thinking about. Your mind has no perception, no point of view, doesn't care at all, doesn't give a damn whether that thought that it puts through is helpful or not. It's just one you've used a lot. So if you've used it a lot, got to be good. She keeps using it. He keeps using it. Let's just keep giving it to them. Until you recognize what the thought is and is it actually helpful anymore? Or is it hiding something that you just don't wish to look at? Is it hiding a richness within you that would love to be found and shared? On that note, my gosh, time's flying. We are going to go to our second break here on the Inspired Choices Network. You're here with myself, Karen Leslie, for my show, Cultivating Kindness with Karen. I'm so happy you're with me. Please stay with us, and I will be right back after these messages for you. Thank you. We all have different experiences with and definitions of kindness. These experiences and beliefs about kindness have influenced who we are today and how we see the world. The universe is always listening. So what are you telling the universe today? Tune in to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Each week as Karen guides you to understanding how each choice you are making is either keeping you stuck or opening up the energy of empowerment for you. Listen to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central Time, 12 p.m. Mountain Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows, along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. 
We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is Cultivating Kindness with Karen. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to karen at karenlesley.ca. Now, back to the program. Well, hello. I'm so glad that you're still here with me. (laughs) So before we went on our break, I was sharing a little bit about my husband. And uh, I'm sure that'll be okay. He kind of knows that we're an open book for when I talk, um, share about myself and uh, and share some aspects of him as well. And um, I love that about him, actually. He's really, really cool that way. And it makes my life a lot more fun and a lot more enjoyable, to be honest. There's something about being able to sit down with somebody and tell them anything. And he is one person that I have had moments of being able to do that with. Not all my life or all our time together, um, but moments. And they were really important to me. You know, when I would lie, I still remember lying with my head on his lap and crying uncontrollably, saying that I, I needed to leave, that I was being such a harmful mom. I was hurting our boys. I was not being the person that they needed to be. That took a lot of vulnerability to share that with somebody. But in that moment, it was so easy. And I didn't understand why it was easy. And then there was other times when I couldn't say something about, I don't know, the mess in the car or the candy that he would hide (laughs) or something like that. Um, The differences didn't make sense to me. And what it was, was in that moment when I was saying, I need to take my life, I need to leave, and, and I want you to let me go. Because I was at a point of vulnerability that his answer didn't matter. It truly didn't matter. I was not trying to avoid a conflict. I was not seeking uh, words from him to make me change my mind. I wasn't trying to be a peacekeeper from, from some perspective of how our family had to function. I was just being honest. I was being totally vulnerable. And when you're in that space, and I hope some of you have truly experienced that, I hope you have have that opportunity to be so vulnerable that that other person's response or reaction doesn't matter. When we are being truly ourselves with every fiber in our being, when all of our energy is present with ourself, then what somebody says can have zero impact on you. Those moments for me are few and far between. There's not many of them that I can really recall, to be honest, in my life. I hope to have more as I become 
more and more clear on who Karen is. I'm still discovering her. I'm still discovering those hidden riches that are inside me. And I hope I never come to the end of that journey. We're infinite beings. Who we are, what we're made up of, all of our experiences, they're vast. So there is so much that we can dive into. There's so much we can look at. We can choose to change. We can choose to change certain aspects. And my, my desire is that I keep on this path until my last breath, which, by the way, is going to be many years down the road. Just saying, not going anywhere. However, having said that, that I am going to be here for a long time, and that's the truth. What it's done, though, is it's actually made my life in some ways more difficult. I thought there was somebody put a post on Facebook earlier and asked, what are you committing to for this for 2023? And um, I thought about it for a few minutes. And I remembered when I made the commitment to be here. I made the commitment to no longer entertain any thoughts about not being present on this earth. For me, which we spoke a little bit about in the last show, and then for the others around me. But for me, me, that was great. And I went along with that for a couple of years. I'm committed to being here. Still am, however... Now I'm committed to actually figuring out who Karen is. Now my commitment is to dare to be me. To find my comfort level in being that vulnerable again with any aspect of my life. Doesn't mean I don't care what people think. Doesn't mean I want to create conflict or difficulties anywhere not at all no and that would be so against me for those of you who know me that's not part of my makeup my being but what scared me and the commitment I've made is to actually dare to be me my word last year for 2022 was to be authentic was authentic authenticity and for a number of years, I picked a word for the year. And I was more authentic last year. And one of the reasons that I am here with you now is because of being more authentic. My word for this year, for 2023, is simplicity. I'm tired of things being complicated. I'm tired of things being a chore. And they only were because of my perspective on things. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Christine McIver and, you know, Kim Dietrich, who is my producer here on the show, they will know, know all too well how much I've said I don't like technology. I don't like business. I don't like blah, 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 blah. And these two women have held my hand and walked me through so much stuff. 
and they're both here with me today, helping me through this. It was my way of looking at something that made it seem complicated. I don't want complicated anymore. I want simplicity. <laughs> In the chat room, I've got a comment. That's not true. You love technology, LOL. <laughs> Let's say I'm learning to not hate technology. I'm working on it being my friend. I'm working on having it be simpler for me to figure out. So what's complicated in your life? You may be a whiz at technology like these ladies. What is a challenge for you? What do you keep saying you hate doing? What is it you keep avoiding? It is only the way we are looking at it that keeps it in that reference point. And we've looked at it for that way for so many years that the mind, right, just this library of thoughts with all of those thoughts that we think the most often at the very front, it's just those thoughts that the mind keeps saying, oh, remember, you don't like technology. Remember, this is complicated. Remember, you did a lousy job with this. Ah, right, I did. And then I start remembering times when I had a lousy time with it and the frustrations or the tears even. Those memories are brought back because my mind, its job is to reinforce every thought I have so I stay safe. It, I stay in that protected survival mode. I stay out of harm's way. How I looked at technology was harmful for my well-being because it stressed me out so much. The mind was doing a really good job reminding me of that, bringing those memories forward to reinforce this belief that I had. So all of a sudden I was going, yep, I remember that job doing that. Ah, yeah, okay, that happened. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Okay, yep, nope, don't like technology. I never gave technology a chance. I was worried about figuring out how to be here with you on this show. You know, like, where do I put everything? How do I line this up? How do I, you know, whatever, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then I was guided very simply. Here's the steps. One, two, three. Oh, I can do that. Right? I wasn't sure how to do something before the show began today. So I asked. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay. I can do that. So how many times now will this start to shift when I say, oh, I can do that? I can do that. That's the reality. I had just been programmed to think I couldn't do that. Not necessarily programmed by others, just programmed by a belief system that I had picked up on that my mind showed me actual true experiences that supported that belief so that it became really firmly ingrained in me. 
And I know this is a long way around saying that this is what we do when we hide the riches that are in us. We hide them for what we view as being very good reasons. But are those reasons still true? It may have been a fantastic reason when you were younger. But where you are today, does it still apply from your mind's perspective? Absolutely, 100%. So it's going to be up to you to question it. So what questions can you start to ask? What might you be willing to look at? Maybe something like technology, maybe something like what I just shared with you that doesn't have too much impact on maybe stepping into vulnerability, like I explained earlier. Or you could look at something, some point of view you have, uh, can't wear stripes, can't wear stripes, right? For years, I felt I couldn't wear stripes. Remember, eating disorder, anorexia, that whole body hate thing. Can't wear stripes. Totally false. Somewhere, somebody, or I read something in some fashion magazine, somebody gave me the idea that I shouldn't wear stripes. Was it accurate? Okay, I was going to say no, but yes, it was from my perspective because that fit my belief pattern. Do I wear stripes now? Yeah. I do. Do I like them? Yep. <laughs> I'm more prone to florals. They're more my thing. <laughs> but I can wear stripes if I wish to. It's part of me asking my body every morning or every whatever hour it is when I go to get dressed. Hey, body, what would you like to wear today? And then I look for those yeses. What is it? Oh, thanks. You look great in stripes. <laughs> So what is it that lights my body up that I get that? Yes, I'd like to wear that today. I do this every day and I love what I put on my body and my body is happy. So example today, I don't know if you can see them, these little earrings, they're little um, hearts. They're made out of um, lapis, a stone called lapis lazuli. And I just went automatically and took out earrings that I was going to put on today. And then I looked at them and I could actually feel myself kind of move back from where I put them down. And I thought, oh, okay, right. What earrings would you like to wear, body? And I looked at my earrings and it was like these ones were under a spotlight. I said, oh, you want to wear those? Ah, cool. All right. Yes. And I still get a yes. So my body's still happy wearing them. When we work with what makes our bodies happy, so much changes. When we fight what makes our body happy, our days don't go the same. That's the same with these perceptions we have about what we should and shouldn't do. These beliefs that we have that keep such a big part of us hidden away. 
And for those of you that this isn't new news and you've been working with it and you've discovered aspects of yourself that you're now allowed to be freely out there, I am so sincerely happy for you. I'm just discovering just how happy that makes me feel. And so I am super happy for you. There's no, for me, no greater gift than feeling good about myself. And I could not have said that to you a couple of years ago. It's not being boastful. It's not being full of arrogance or pride or selfishness or any of that stuff. It's the honest truth that when I feel good about Karen, my day is just better. So why would I not want to feel good about Karen all the time? That's my goal. So I'm willing to look at those parts of me that are still hidden. I'm willing to work with them, some on my own. But you know what? Most of them I work with with other people, with other coaches and other healers who can help my body and help my thought process and my mindset and be that support person for me. My mind is so powerful, as is yours, but I am always shocked about just how powerful my thoughts are. Even though I know this, I know the science, I know what happens chemically, I understand, well, I'm not a scientist, but I have a really good grasp of all of this. So the logic, the ABCs, how things line up, okay, makes sense. But the impact on my life, it still blows me away. Like, it's, to be honest, it's a lot of fun when I look at it and I go, oh, yeah, there we go again. All right, I see what just happened. Hmm. Then I have a choice. I can leave it exactly the same way. I don't have to change it. Or I can. I can look at what I would like to have as something different. Who am I allowing to come forward? We'll explore that in future shows. You'll be able to witness in the future who I'm allowing to come forward. And I hope that I am able to share that with you from a place of vulnerability, honesty, and kindness. For being kind, to me, will enable me to be even kinder to those around me. Being kind to Karen is going to allow those hidden parts of me that I didn't want any of you to see to actually come forward because they make me feel good, because they allow me to see fully who Karen Leslie is and my desire to share her with the world. So if any of this today rings true for you, I would love to also help you find your hidden riches 
work through what's keeping them hidden. It's not always what we think. Most often, I'm going to say, it's not what we think. The mind, again, gives us that first safe level of, oh, this is why I'm thinking this or doing this. Because it's keeping you safe and not showing you everything. So I really hope you enjoyed today's show on Inspired Choices Network. It's been my pleasure to be here with you on Cultivating Kindness with Karen. It brings me so much joy to be able to share with you different aspects of me and different aspects of you that you can have the choice to look at and to have more kindness for yourself. Next week, which would have been this week's show, remember, now I'll get all on track. Next week, the title of the show that I have is what is your, sorry, what is your priority for you? in 2023. This will have nothing to do with setting New Year's resolutions. I promise. I am not a fan of New Year's resolutions. We will be looking at, do you have the courage to change the patterns and programming that you currently rely on to actually let yourself be a priority for 2023? the courage to move forward in one more step to learning who you are, to finding that vulnerability. So please join me next week. If you have any questions, by all means, send me an email to karen at karenlesley.ca. I would be thrilled to answer any questions you have or to talk about how I work with my clients and what it is that I may be able to do to help you as well. Or if you'd just like to know a little more about me, we can have that conversation too. So remember, kindness begins with you. Kindness is all about us. Placing us first. That will give us the ability to be there and to be kind to everyone around us. So until then, I'm sending you waves of kindness. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your week. And let's reconnect here on Inspired Choices Network next Wednesday. Thank you for listening to Cultivating Kindness with Karen. Karen Leslie returns Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can find Karen at KarenLeslie.ca and follow her on social media. Until next Wednesday, Karen is sending you waves of kindness for a fabulous week. Remember, it's only you who has the power to be and receive the kindness required to change your life.